Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Center of the universe Center of the universe Bends I talk everything And selfless and way to wrestling Welcome back to Center of the Universe. It's Ben. And it's Zach. It, it's kind of like, imagine like Point Break, but minus all the surfing, but solely focused on like skydiving. Because there was like that weird point in 90s cinema where like skydiving was the it thing. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, there was like terminal velocity. Oh, yeah. And, um... Uh, was that Ridley Yoda was in that movie? It's something like that. Yeah, there was, and then but there's like a, a bunch of other ones. Like there was the one with Charlie Sheen, and I think I think you know I think it was Charlie Sheen with the Terminal Velocity. Yes, I think it, yeah. yes. Um, oh God, I remember. skydiving movies. That's a weird like <sighs> action subgenre within itself. Well, in the Roaring Twenties, we're about to enter, which decide sidebar here. Sidebar. We're about to enter 2020. Mm-hmm. A year from now will be 2021. We're in the fucking future. This, like, I'm this just, is true, yeah. It's so weird to think. Like, I graduated in 2002, and I thought, we're in the year 2000. We're in the year 2000! Deep cut. Uh, Zach, how, how are you been, man? Ah, uh, good, good. Just working a whole lot, bouncing around a good bit, trying to survive the holidays. I think uh, everyone's in that same boat. Yeah. So. Uh, the holidays, what about you, Ben? Uh, you know what? It's been... I, I'm I just about to start my, my new job. Like I've been in training... About to start the thing properly, so um, I, pimping ain't easy. It is not easy, um, you know. Damn hoes. That's right. Um, but no, I, I made my is first. Is Ben Center gonna have to choke a bitch? <laughs> it's a question I ask myself every day. Um, no, I I've sold my first two policies of insurance. Excellent. Two people from the great state of Colorado, which is really funny. They're like, and one guy was like really super close to the, the hospital I was born. So it's like, yeah. So let me ask you this. So is an insurance policy like, can I ins- if I'm from Colorado, can I insure my weed and against fire protection? No, but you can, however, like, insure your apartment with renter's insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, if you own a condo, your domicile, or your if you own home, homeowners. Mm-hmm. So if anyone breaks in, you could schedule it. You could put it in a safe and say that my safe was was uh, stolen and. Depending on the company, you might not have to detail everything that was in the safe. Just okay. the value of the safe itself. Okay. I see. My my benchmark for insurance is when uh, there was the episode of Married with Children, where um, Al Bundy gets his car stolen and he keeps mm-hmm. trying to say there was a foot long salami in the trunk because he just wants a foot long salami. I don't know that. That's, that's, you know what? I don't think that would actually would really work. Um, it is funny though. If let's say you have a million dollars on your table in cash mm-hmm. and it gets stolen, um, the most you'll get is is five hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Because we're basically saying, what the fuck do you have that much cash laying around? Jeez. So, little little tip from Uncle Ben here: uh, don't keep your cash out. Put it in a bank or at the very least a safe deposit box. 
Okay. Or so all the Walter Whites and El Chapos yeah. of the world that are listening along right now. That's a that's our demo. I'll, I'll both of you. That's a. <laughs> someone this was the running joke of this podcast. There's only two people that ever listen at a time. Well, so it was funny. So like. Um, during all the introductions of this job, I had to like, you know, what are some fun facts? I'm like, I have multiple podcasts. And this one guy who is, he came from sales and he's very kind of slick and dude bro-ish. Okay. At one point he made a really bad joke and I was like, boo. He's like, what? Is that the side of people that listen to your podcast? I'm like, joke's on you. No one listens to my podcast so no one can boo it. <laughs> and he looked at me like, dude, I was joking. I'm like, yeah, so was I. Yeah, hey. Zing me, I'll zing you back. Hey. All right. Finger guns. So, so we have a very special guest. You will make me break it out. That's right. There, We need air horns. All the air horns. You're the one editing this fucking thing nowadays, so. Yep, yep, yep. Actually, that last one deserves a... There you go, dude, bro. That's for you. The, the sound bar, the sound bar is coming. It's gonna be great. Good God! If we get like toilet flushes and like dogs barking, oh yeah, we're we're getting it all. We're getting, we're getting drops. There you go. You're tuned into Boner and the Nuge coming at you as it's drive time. We're gonna be giving away those tickets to the Monster Truck Rally. One of these days, we have to go to a monster truck rally. We do. I kind of think there was. I remember there was like a Vice article where the dude went to uh, a monster truck rally, but with like a head full of LSD, and I was like, "That's got to be bonkers." That seems like a horrible idea. Either a horrible idea or the best idea. Speaking of the best idea, we have a great guest today. (laughs) (laughs) King of the segways. King of the segways, undisputed. Don't come for the champ. Uh, so, Zach, I'm going to interview... Actually, that's what I want to do. I'm going to introduce the person who's going to introduce the person that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, I want to introduce you to Zach. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, he's the other person in this podcast. He's wearing a very rad shirt right now. Um, yeah, and, Tokyo Gore Police. If you haven't seen that movie, you should. He is a handsome devil. Ooh. He actually might be the devil. We're not quite sure. Probably. So, ladies and gentlemen, Zach. Woo! Oh, I get, I get applause. This is too much. So we today we are joined by a newcomer to the Cleveland uh, drag burlesque uh, scene, uh, a member of the Black Mass family, friends of the show. Big shout out to all of them. Uh, today we are joined by the illustrious, the notorious Pineapple. Can I... I also have the app. Yes! Yes, I love it. It has come full circle. (laughs) It's contagious. Pineapple, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So now, if we can talk about this, the last time you were supposed to be on the podcast, you had a a fortunate event, and it's definitely not a laughing matter, but like you had a very serious event. Basically, your life turned into Grand Theft Auto, the video game. It did, for about an hour. (laughs) So, can you tell us what happened? So, I was going to... Uh, I was drag bingo. I was not in drag. I was not performing. And I was in an armed robbery that I'm very mad at now because I don't think the gun was loaded. So I wish I would have, like, Scott Pilgrim versus the world at them and, like, punched them into coins. But they took my car for about a hot 45 minutes. Oh, no. Yeah. Because I have OnStar and everything, so they shut the car off and I, like, got it back. I literally got it back before I left the bingo 
Um, but it's been like police fingerprinting. So like I don't have it, but like I know where it is. Oh, so um, you, st- you still don't have it? No. Yikes! That was, yeah, it's been. Up. I think I can get it this week. Okay. It's been like yeah. two, three weeks now. Yeah, it's been a while, but I have a, like a rental car that I'm not paying for, so. Okay. Because you have insurance. I have insurance. There you go. See, my brain just immediately went to that that part in The Big Lebowski. Like, leads. (laughs) They got us working in shifts. (laughs) Well, it was kind of funny. So, like, the humor in it is that the purse that I was carrying was about the size of the purse that I have now. So, like, in it, I had, like, my ID that didn't have my correct address on it. So, like, they can't track me. My credit card that I went right in, or my debit card that I went right in and, like, shut off. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, the keys in my car. And, like, I don't carry cash, but because I was going to a drag show, I had, like, tips in my purse. So, like, the police officer's like, oh, like, what's in your bag? Like, just let me, you know. So, like, if there was cash in it. Basically, if there's cash in it. So, if we get it back, we can see. And I was like, um, I have $4 in it. And we're like, he like looks up and sees like two drag queens. He's like, okay. I get it. I get <laughs> like, it. Like, that's all I had in there. Sorry. That is, that is nuts. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, but, but one, obviously, thank God you're okay. Like, yeah, I'm like, totally okay. And like, it just, it, it sounds like obviously it was probably scary in the moment. Now it's just like super annoying. It's like, yeah. like all the things that you've had to do, all the hoops you've had to jump through yeah. to, to move on. Like, that's. It was kind of like I couldn't take money out of the bank without an ID, but I also couldn't pay for an ID without my debit card. So I had to like Venmo people money and like have them take it out and like, oh, hey, we're going to the bar tonight and you're picking me up because I don't have a car, but can I Venmo you $80 so that you can get it out and bring it to me? But thank goodness we have this technology yeah. where like we, have, yeah. we can still have access to our money. Like there are yeah. times when I'll forget my wallet. I keep it in the center console of my car, which is probably not a great thing to say no. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta cut that right out. Um, but, like, I'll have my phone, and I have my, my card on my phone. Again, not probably a great thing, but, like, it's nice, because I can just tap that and, and yeah. have, you know, access to my money. Because my card was stolen. Um, like, someone scammed it, and, like, they scanned it at a gas station, and it canceled my card. The most annoying fucking thing in the world, because everything in the world is hooked to it, so I had to go through yes. and change it. Like a couple things got like canceled. I got these like angry emails, like you haven't made the payment. I felt bad. I'm a Patreon to Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, one of my favorite podcasts. Woo-hoo! I like I was backed up on their payment for their Patreon because it was hooked to that card, and I said, "I know, like I'm so sorry. I know you've been missing the five dollars I send you every month." <laughs> this, I mean, if that's the make or break. I really do apologize. I'll up it, but like. It's just, it's such an annoying thing. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, like, my rent for my apartment, there's, like, an option to do it from a bank account instead of a card. Oh, that's great. Like, I could pay that. Mm -hmm. Like, ever. But then I, like, have gotten an email a day telling me that from my apartment, like, I didn't pay the rent on my card. Like, it's like, your card was declined. Your card was declined. And I'm like, no, I paid it a different way. Like, yeah. I've already paid it. Like, if like, I go on there and mm-hmm. says my balance system, guys. Like, you've, yeah. you've gotten your money, so back off. Right. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, and also, you know, OnStar for the win, be able just to shut yeah. off the car. Yeah. yeah I, had a, I had my best friend in college. We lived all lived together, and his car got stolen. And they, like, ditched it in, like, some woods in the, like, middle of nowhere. It was gone for, like, uh, <clears throat> like half a day. The fact that you were able to get it in like 45 minutes. Yeah, was, pretty quick. And the fact that they didn't like mess up the car. Like that no. was nice. That was. Mm-hmm. So like it, the, the same area, because I know it was the same area. That's where I got my window 
busted in down the street at the church down the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still Cleveland. I mean, anything north of 117th, I mean, that's a roll of the dice. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's just it's just a it's a sad thing. But again, very happy that you're okay. Yes. We, we were we were we were bummed that you were out there, but like, completely understandable. It's right, like, right, right. That's a that's a good reason. That's a that's a reason they get you out of anything. Like I was you know, carjacked. Okay, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're yeah, good. yeah. You can, you can miss a lot of things <laughs> when, when, when you know you are become a statistical crime. Just like took the day off and like. And pamper Can't yourself. Do anything. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I, don't really, I would have I like. Would, I would milk that for every excuse. Like, guys, I, you know, I, I can't. I was carjacked. But like that happened six months ago. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So like, I don't have my parking pass for my apartment, so I have to like park on the street now, which is like fine. Like, there's street parking, like right. But I like after a certain point, I like don't want to leave because I don't know if I can come back and like have a spot. So yeah. not every time, like my friends and like our group chat are like, "Do you want to go out?" I'm like. If someone can pick me up. <laughs> I love it. So like even last night when we went to the party, uh, I like I was like, oh, I'm getting ready, but like if anyone could swing by and grab me. Oh my god. <laughs> so I am kind of bat the lashes, <laughs> wrists to the forehead. <laughs> it's been so hard. If we could have the movers bring the fainting couch in <laughs> as quiet as possible. The vape was a- yeah, okay. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, but hey, like that, I get it. Like, like where I, I park is it, like if I leave at a certain point, it, it's, I'm not getting any parking, so I get that. So. Yeah. Right. But a uh, shout out to the party that was uh, Fembot. Oh, Fembot, yeah. 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 Hosted yeah. by uh, Peach. Peach Fuzz. Hosted, well, so Kimmy Kataraja hosted. That's right, this yes. Time. Kimmy, yes. But it is like Peach Fuzz's like vision. So mm-hmm. she hosted the first time. And this one was um, 80s Access. 80s Access, yeah. So their like idea for it was not 80s like how it was, but kind of like a Back to the Future version. So it kind of was like the 80s movie's depiction of what the future would be like. So I think in like Back to the Future, they're like, I think it's like 2012. It's like yeah. the year they go to, yeah. and they're like, they're going to have hoverboards and this and that. Still but like, about that. we Still don't have now. that. So that was like the theme, which is, I think, cool. And then the theme where I did it, because um, I was in the first round uh, in November, it was um, like the end of the world, post-apocalyptic kind of. Um, so we all did like different uh, interpretations of how the world ended. So my interpretation was that uh, it ended by fire. So I had one side of my face in like toilet paper and like glue and it was like burnt and like I had like red down it. Oh, that's crazy. That's awesome. So like one side was drag makeup and one side and then like one side of my wig was kind of like pretty and the other side was like huge and teased up. I did a mix about like burning and fire and Mm. yeah, it was fun. So it's, um, it's at the chamber in Lakewood and it's every month. I think it's what is this? Is it like the second? It was the second Saturday of every month. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think, yeah. Um, but it has an Instagram and everything, so you can see when we're doing it. It's yeah. fun. Because the other thing about getting you on the podcast too was not only just the the, the carjacking, but you you're all over the place in terms of performing. You are really like you are you have taken over be. like the scene. I'm I'm trying. See, yeah. <laughs> it still is like. I, I don't know, being new and everything, it still is like, whenever I get a booking, I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. Whenever I leave, I'm very overwhelmed at like support and everything. I don't want to be like, I've taken over the scene. But this, like, for this just is where you here, drop in the music cue of Who's That Girl by Madonna. <laughs> 
No, but I I mean, for being so new to it, I'm very thankful for as many bookings as I've got. Yeah. So I guess let's go into the like the origin of 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 all of that because you are you've recently moved to the area. Yes. So I moved here in March mm-hmm. for like a promotion. I started training here in January, but I got my apartment like officially got the keys, moved in in March. Um, from from where from whence did you come? <laughs> from hell, no, <laughs> uh, from Niles, which is over by Pennsylvania. It's like in the oh. Youngstown area. Okay, uh, so it's about an hour and a half away. So I'm like the midpoint. I'm used to like even where you're from is young. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm used to like. Cleveland's an hour and a half one way, and Pittsburgh is an hour and a half the other way. Like, I'm, okay. like, right in the center. Gotcha, okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's where I came from, very new. Um, and I did drag a little bit back home. I never performed. I kind of, like, did looks in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go to Colossal Con at Kalahari every year. Um, oh, yes. See, that's how I kind of mm-hmm. found... Uh, found out about you was through Colossal Con and then your Instagram as well. Yeah. Because you have a, a background with cosplay and mm-hmm. all that and especially with uh, with your family as well yeah my drag daughter is a big cosplayer yeah uh, she does like her performances like her last performance I think last night uh, she performed and she did like a burlesque number but like as Betty Boop oh so, okay, like, cool. she yeah she does uh, I've, I've seen the photos in some of the video of the one they did as um, was it Princess Peach from Super Mario? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. She's done yeah. a Lydia from Beetlejuice performance. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but you have an extended family too, though, of, because uh, there's four members? There's four members, so it's not extended. I okay. am the mother, and I have four, three children. So I have... A little young to be a mom, aren't little you? A little young. <laughs> uh, this suddenly turned into, like, an episode <laughs> of, like... <laughs> Just talking about how young <laughs> I am. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Um, you kids. Yeah, I was gonna say like Phil Donahue, but man, that even dates me. Yeah, that. that oh man. I mean, well, like whatever. Joan Rivers bring out the club kids kind of thing. Oh God, Joan Rivers. Oh, we're so old. R.I.P. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Comedian legend. There you go. Why is it Melissa Rivers? Melissa Rivers taking over that that crown. It'd be great. It'd be great. They were hilarious together. Absolutely. With the red yeah. carpets. Because like one, like if they didn't know someone, they're just like. Why are you famous? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, it was just like it was a train wreck, but I loved watching every second of oh, it. Absolutely. It was so one of those funny. things like, why am I watching this? But you couldn't stop watching it. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. so funny together. Yeah. So welcome to back to red carpet talk. With <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, we're almost at award season, and the the best season, my favorite season. I love this time of year for the movies. I mean, I love my summer blockbusters, mm-hmm. but this is the year, the time of year when those movies you've never heard of are up for all the awards. You're like, because yeah. it opened up at one theater in California, you know, to five people, but it, now it's up for all these awards. Sure. So, um, so you are actually going to be on. So we, as a podcast, have sponsored Black Mass. Black yeah. Mass. If you've listened to the podcast at all, <laughs> Black Mass is like where you know they're all friends of the podcast. We have decided to jump in the foyer and to uh, sponsor, leading to the very real possibility that I actually might go to one of the shows. <laughs> Well, it's, I'm in this month, so if you would like really to see me do to. what I do. I really, really want to. So, like, I, I, I'm, my family's in Michigan. We're, we're going up there Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're coming back Saturday evening. I work Sunday at noon. So, depending be on... Fine. So, It'll like, be fine. I'm going to, like, I'm really pushing to, like, I, I want to go. Because, like, one, if my name is attached and our name is mm-hmm. attached, I want to be there. But also, like, I just want to go. 
Yeah. Like, it felt bad, like, with, like when, when Michael and Peaches were on, like, like, yeah, it's a great show. Never seen it. And, like, <laughs> and I kept saying, like, if you guys missed, like, can you start at, like, 8 o'clock? Like, that would be, right. you know, maybe an early bird special so I yeah. can get home and watch my matlock and go to bed at an early time. <laughs> but I guess you can speak on that because you just did the, the Brunette show. I did br- do Brunettes, yeah. And it started And at that's an earlier show, yeah. Yeah. So there's some... The two worlds of that, of like, there's the early bird special for all of us that have to be in bed before nine o'clock news kind of thing. And then there's, you know, the late nights where everybody gets a little weirder and all that. Yeah. So the Brunette show, I was in a very... I did a portion of my mix was like a ballet mix. And uh, last time I was in Black Mass, I got blood dumped on myself. So it's kind of like, what do you want to see? (laughs) <laughs> like, real... do you want to see me like really pretty and like I think I did I did uh, a Grinch number hmm. so I did like you're a mean one Mr. Grinch and yeah last Black Mass I was Carrie and do, I got do the you blood. have a ballet background? no there was just a violin <laughs> oh, section okay. that I was like this will be pretty yeah. <laughs> well it's, I mean so like definitely like you know anyone who's in the area and also you know it's the weekend after Christmas and you've had a lot of family time yes you might be sick of your family again we all love our family for the most part but sometimes you need to get away from your family to go out and do other things drink White Claw um, or other things that aren't White Claw so uh, everyone should go out and give us the the details on the show so the show um, they did a Christmas one last year that was kind of like a similar it's just you know where it's going to be Christmas numbers Um, I think everyone's doing one Christmas number and then one we can like not do one Uh, but it's going to be holiday themed they're calling it Black Xmas uh, that works. Yeah. So the last um, one was uh, True Crime. It was, was True Crime, which was yeah. so good. Um, so Aurora Thunder is hosting. Uh, I don't quite remember the lineup, so I don't want to say it in case I miss it's, people. Uh, <laughs> if you want to pull it up. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be just like Christmassy themed. It's at the 5 o'clock lounge, December 28th. Yeah. Yep. And it starts 11 at 11. No yeah. cover, same as always. So it's hosted by Aurora Thunder. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Jackie Mae Masker. Love. Who uh, does have a ballet background. Yes. So if you want to see actual ballet. There, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, Kimmy Katarja's making Which making the way back to the stage. Whew. Kimmy rips up that show, it's I tell wild. you. Wild. Uh, Gustavair. Gustavair, uh, love. Great, great. Who... Kimmy. who Maybe might have called pineapple the best thing I've ever been called, which is the thin-browed menace. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sir, who told you to say this? And also, can I put that on a t-shirt? Please, That's <laughs> amazing. Because you are someone of the, the Marge Simpson of drag as well. I, I've been told. <laughs> yeah, you've been told. Uh, also on the show is uh, Jezebel Peppers and, well, yeah. of, of course, pineapple. Here I am. It's, it's going to be a banger of a show, so everyone go out. And if you see... If you see me, you you get a special prize. If you yes. come up to me and say, wake him up, yeah, and uh, <laughs> bring your smelling salt. I'll be the, the, I'll, I'll the guy double fisting Red Bull, just like you know, shaking like yes. I'm not gonna give anything away about my performance, but I do have chainsaw sounds layered on one of my mixes, Ooh. so we'll see how that goes. Well, you get my attention. <laughs> Definitely the Rudolph number when you you cut Rudolph up for for jerky, right? That's. That's what I'm calling right now. I may or may not be uh, slicing Santa Claus. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, if that doesn't get you in the door, folks, I don't know what will. All right. So going into our format, um, mm-hmm. so at the end of the year, you know, everyone's retrospective, also the end of the decade, but not really because, you know, I, I look at it as the decade starts at 21 because one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what everyone else thinks. I mean, I, it, it's nice symmetry of, you know, 
of 2010 to, you know, 20, to 2020. But so but looking back at the year, let's talk about some of our favorite things. So let's start with movies. What was your favorite movie this year? We'll start with our illustrious guest. I am terrible. I don't like watch a ton of new movies or anything, but I did see Midsummer. Oh. And I was thrilled. I have a very short attention span, like very short. So even if I'm watching something, even if it's like a drag performance that I really love, I'm really into, I'm like checking my phone. I'm like, oh, what time is it? Like I have to do something else. Midsummer, I sat there for the whole like seven hours of runtime that it has. <laughs> and I did not like, I saw it with Jared. Okay. And Shout out to Jared. Yeah. And when I left, I checked my phone and I was like, Jared, what time do you think it is? I think it started at like four. We got off at like three or something. And he was like, oh, like 5.30, 5.45 maybe. I was like, Jared, it's like 6.45. Like this was so long. He was like, what? It mm-hmm. was just a good movie like the whole way through. I So I have not seen it. I know I know, I know, know about it, but mm-hmm. I, I have not seen it. But it's gotten, from what I can tell online, because mm-hmm. online everything is, is very much a mixed bag, but it's very much either you love it or hate yeah. it kind of movie. Yeah. So I mean, what about it like really caught your imagination? Um, well, I think it's definitely something that like would inspire Pineapple because um, I don't watch like a ton of movies. So like what I what we're, I we're like, gonna fix that. Yeah, we yeah we'll fix it. Yeah. But like what I do, what I have watched is like very much like goes into the Pineapple character. Um, so this movie was just very like trippy. It wasn't like horror. It was like a thriller, kind of, but also like psychological and uh, kind of like whimsical at the same time, which I think all of those things you could use to describe my drag persona. So I don't know, I just really like connected with it. It was really cool. And it was about like a different culture, which I really love like languages and cultures and stuff like that. So that was it. It just was like it ticked all of my boxes. I guess. Very nice. Yeah, it was very good. Zach, have you seen Miss Summer? I have. I actually got a chance to catch that at the Autorama Drive-In with uh, The Dead Don't Die. It was a very odd double feature, but a lot of fun. I mean, those were two kind of like the indie hits Mm -hmm. of of, for horror that year. Um, But Summer I enjoyed. I mean, if you're a fan of like older Jodorowsky kind of stuff, like it's got a very Holy Mountain vibe to it. Okay. Um, I think the relationship in it is really interesting. I I think that that's probably the most polarizing part of the story is these two characters that are together that shouldn't be together for all intents and purposes and where you sit in terms of the spectrum of your own personal experiences is who you'll vilify and who you'll identify with Um, but you have to come to the realization that there are no good people in this movie Um, so I I think that's the really interesting part I'd I'd love for you to watch it it's on the list like there's the ever-growing list. I think everyone has of like when a friend says, "Oh, you should watch it." Oh yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Put it on a list, and it's backlogged with like so many other things. Yeah. And so it's, I, I'm sure it'll be on one of the eight thousand streaming services that I, I give mm-hmm. my money to. So I'll just kind of monitor. Like, oh, it's on this one. But no, it's definitely on the list of things I'd, I'd like to watch. And I think it's going to be on a lot of people's list of movies of the year. So it I think very in, good. In, the, in the horror. Um, so, Zach, what about you? What, what was your... Um, I would probably have to say the the movie of the year for me was probably twofold. One, I'll give it to uh, Death December, because that was one I worked on. But there were so many other super cool people, so many talented storytellers that were part of that. And I was able to travel for that. And it was really cool to see this this idea actually come together and be 
be a thing. So that's currently touring and, and doing its festival run. It's all over the place, just one Fast um, uh, Anthology in South Africa, just played um, New York and Portland. It's on its way to Buenos Aires and Serbia and all that. But um, uh, I, my top pick would probably be Chelsea Stardust's um, Satanic Panic. Which we saw together. Yes, we did see that together. So um, that had a limited uh, theatrical run before it jumped onto string platforms as well. But I think it was just, um, it was a lot of fun. And I think that that's pretty much where everybody is at in the current state of, of, of horror fandom and things like that is where they're looking for fun. There's a lot of highbrow stuff. I think that that went uh, just as highbrow, but it had its lowbrow moments, which is, is not a strike against it. I love lowbrow horror. I think it's it has to be both of those. Uh, to be a successful story and uh, it was just a lot of fun it was one of those movie going experiences where sitting in the dark with with other people laughing at the same time gasping at the same time tossing popcorn back and just purely enjoying the escape of cinema agreed it was it was a really fun movie going into it I guess I had seen the trailer that day or and it, it was it was awesome I really really enjoyed it it was definitely one of my top I, I mean I love going to movies like going to movies to me is that's my religion uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to see Star Wars next Friday and I'm mm-hmm. so excited uh, but no like you know Satan Pack was a great right. movie and it was also really cool meeting the director and getting to you know hear the behind the scenes and it was just awesome and I think yeah. Rebecca Romain was great in, in the movie oh yeah Really uh, strong performance. Yeah, it was, that was fun. I do think it's hysterical to mention that um, since it did make its way to DVD and Blu-ray, that uh, if you bought it at Walmart, that the slipcover just says Panic. That's hilarious. That's yeah, good. Because it doesn't say Satanic. So you slip the slipcover off, and then there's the on the you know the regular packaging saying Satanic Panic. But the same thing happened to um, Deathgasm, the uh, heavy metal horror film that mm. came out. They called it. Uh, I think they ended up calling it Heavy Metal Apocalypse, if I remember correctly. Nice. Because, of course, you can't have Deathgasm in a Walmart. You can buy all the shotgun shells you need, but God forbid <laughs> you see Gasm anywhere. Gasm. Yeah. Oh, Walmart, why do we like you? What about you, Ben? Um, so I'm very basic, but um, for kind of the same reason that you said, Avengers Endgame. Okay. I- I've been on that road. It's a small indie film? So, oh. you know... It- <laughs> Don't think anyone heard of it, but you know what? Art house, you yep. know. It, it, it made <laughs> a couple. Showing. It made a couple bucks. <laughs> it made a couple bucks. Um, but no, it's just like the experience of seeing it with everyone, and like having been on this road for ten years, much longer with these characters as a comic book fan. It was just so rewarding. Like I still watch parts of it, and they still make me cry. There's this great video that I put on my Facebook of the, the, the it's the scene where Captain America. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, I, I do this because like everyone in the world saw because it, it made like twenty billion dollars. Um, when he picks up the hammer and like the crowd just is like erupting. And I remember being opening night, and like I, I love seeing those kind of movies on opening night when like when you have those people that are invested as you are, and they're just like everyone's cheering and applauding. And then like when the heroes come back, and then like the death scene, it was just it was one of those things where it's, it was a monumental film. And it's a monumental film that I can look back and like I got to experience that. And one of the biggest things also is my wife was never a big superhero uh, fan, uh, film fan before she met me. And through me, she's become a really big fan. And she likes going to those movies with me. And it's one of the, it's another thing that we get to do together mm-hmm. that she really enjoys. Does she have a favorite? Uh, she loves Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, okay. Might be because of the cat. Um, okay. Loves, the, loves Goose. 
because the cat counts like our cat, and so like she has like a she has two sh- uh, shirts with the cat on there. <laughs> that's that's just shooting fish in a barrel at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything with a cat or a penguin, she's fucking it. Like if there's a super like if it wasn't a villain, she would love the penguin because she loves penguins. She can love him. I mean, like, nobody else does. That's why he's such a bad <laughs> guy. She just needs a hug. Whenever I, she, I think we had a conversation about that. I'm like, honey, for my high school prom, I basically went as the penguin. I had a top <laughs> hat. I had tails. I was quite portly at the time. Did you have a monocle? If I if would have the monocle and the like cigar or like cigarette thing, you had an umbrella that shot. I would have been the penguin. <laughs> Dude, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get rid of the glasses. Extreme makeover. Monocle. You know, makeover penguin edition. I, the monocle <laughs> thing, like to me, like you're basically jamming glass with a little tiny ring into your eye. If anything happens, that's like you're losing an eye. And also, like, I don't know. Like, you have to, like, yeah. yeah I feel like, you know, a, a ponzance, like, thing that, like, like, hooks onto the bridge of your nose, that I could do. Okay. Oh, yeah. The kind of Morpheus style. Yeah, sort like, of thing. that I could uh-huh. do. Like, like, the monocle thing. Um, to go up on, on a brief, so. Um, Is there still a monocle market? Well, so. Um, I, I don't, a, I, I a, can't a, remember ever, ever seeing anybody AEW, uh, the Butcher and the Blade, the yes. Butcher. Who the, is Andy Williams? Who is the guitarist for Every Time I Die? Mm-hmm. He wears a monocle to yes, the ring. Very, he doesn't that, wrestle in it because that would be very. Right. Nice. Yeah, he definitely has those Doctor Mind Bender vibes. Yeah, and, but like uh, he, he has a he's a monocle, mm-hmm. and um, Mr. Peanut is still going strong. <laughs> the Monopoly Man. Monopoly Love Man. Him. Is that um, enough monocle money to go around? <laughs> my, so every they year for Halloween, float. we go to my, uh, my 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 sister or my sister, my my wife and her brothers, and they're. Um, other, we go down to the murder mystery at Stan Hewitt Hall in Akron, mm. and my brother-in-laws love to dress up. This year they had monocles, and they made like maybe like five minutes with those things in their eye. Like I have to like hold my eyes shut, and it hurts. Mm. So the monocle, like if there's a way to like put the monocle in, but no, with no effort, and I would try it. I would. Uh, let's put it on a stick. That I could do. Okay, that I could do. Kind of like bootleg opera glasses, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely do bootleg opera glasses, but um. No, I, I, again, like Endgame was was great. Also, I really liked the movie Yesterday, uh, the Beatles movie. Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah, was, I, I kind of forgot about that. So one. it was Danny Boyle, who yeah. is I love Danny Boyle, but like, it, it it wasn't like a mind blowing movie. But like I just want to. I mean, I love the Beatles, and it, it was very cute. Hmm. But also, like it made you think. Like, what could we take away from like our, the, our current world? And like with something like so omnipresent, like the Beatles, like how would the world be different? Because in this world, like there are no Beatles, um, no, no Oasis. No one seemed to care on that one. Like at one point, like he like Oasis, like or like and like it didn't pop up. You're like, eh. um, <laughs> like there's no Coke, only Pepsi. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just a, an interesting thing. And like again, spoilers for people that see the movie. At one point, he tracks down John Lennon, who because he wasn't famous, is alive. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, which is so weird. Like, like the first shot of him, I thought it was Jul- Julian Lennon. Because it looked exactly like John Lennon. And after a while, you're like, okay, that looks decreasingly less like John Lennon. But it was interesting. Like, it was like, you know, did you have a happy life? And you could tell it, like, it was just, I don't want to spoil the, the conversation because it was very kind of touching to me. But it was just a really fun movie. The guy who played, like, the lead was his first major movie and had a really good voice. And it was just a fun movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I just, I love, I love movies. I love going to movies. Um, if I had more time, like, I would get movie pass back or whatever the equivalent is now. So I'm really looking forward to Star Wars. I can't wait. I really want to see Knives Out. Like, there's so many movies that I want to yeah. see. 
Uh, I heard really good things. So a lot, a lot of good movies out there. So switching to TV, this has been a great year for TV. Mm-hmm. And I want to go first, because my favorite TV show of the year, bar none, is Watchmen. Okay. I need to get into Watchmen. I, I do, too. What, have you, so have I've you read, read the comic book. So you read I the have, comic books. Have I've you read, saw have the you, movie. I haven't. I, I would highly suggest reading the comic book. A surprising number of people that I know have never read the comic book and watched the show. To me, you would be so lost. Because like, it's a direct sequel mm-hmm. to the comic book. And there, to me, like, there's so many things where, like, I, I try to look at it as, like, if I didn't know what's going on, like, why the fuck's it raining squids? And, like, you wouldn't know. Right. But it's such, it's so well done. And the last episode was one of my favorite, if like, definitely top five episodes of TV ever. Like, it writes up there with this, like, um, Ozymandias from Breaking Bad, like, the second to last. Mm-hmm. Which is really funny, because that episode is called Ozymandias. And in this episode, I'm talking about is a character named Ozymandias. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, it's so well done. This episode is told, so Dr. Manhattan is a character. Mm-hmm. And he experiences time all at once. So if he's standing here right in front of you, he's experiencing everything that has ever happened to him and everything that is going to ever happen to him all at once. And so the episode is told from that point of view. Of things are happening simultaneously in the past, the, f- the present, and the future. And it's a really interesting way of telling uh, telling a story, but it, it was so well done. And Damon Lindelof, who who is the showrunner and writer, it, it, he can you can tell he loves the source material. I like, tonight is the the final episode of the season. It's there's so many different ways it could go, but I have it, it, I love it. I, I was so nervous when they first announced it because the movie was, and. But they knocked out. See, the I think the movie. I think the movie had its elements. I think it probably would have been a better series in itself. Yes. Yes. Um, but I mean, I don't, like I would. It's just like one of those things, like going to a buffet where you're just piling on like yeah. tacos and spaghetti and sushi, and like it's like, well, you like all this stuff, right? Like, well, yeah, but, but not, not all at once. No, yeah. and it's just it's it's so dense. The the graphic novel. Um, but like this one, it tackles the theme of race head on. Like the first episode, it relives the Tulsa riots, which I never knew was a thing. Mm-hmm. Where like people got it was a massacre on epic proportion, and I, I I had never heard about it. I had to look it up. I thought like, oh, this is an interesting thing, and then they listen to a podcast like, no, that's real. It really happened. Like like just about a hundred years ago, an entire like town population got wiped out by the, by the Klan, and it's been basically swept under the rug of history because history is written by the whites. <laughs> but it's so it's it, it's so well done. Regina King is the main character. She's absolutely amazing. So sorry. Uh, actually uh, apparently the, um, she was not amazing. That was the, <laughs> the bullshit meter. Um but no Regina King's in it. Um Don um not Don Knotts. Um Nash Bridges. I can't think of his name. Oh uh, uh Don Johnson. Don uh, Johnson's in it. He's great. Um, it, it's just a, a fantastic show. I highly recommend it. Um, and for the five people that listen to this podcast, you probably already have my HBO Go account. So <laughs> for the rest of you, I guess reach out. Like I, I, I'm already supporting half of the known people I, I know through my my account. So definitely go get it. Um, runner up would be The Mandalorian. Mandalorian's great. Y- yes, think... because of Baby Yoda. Yeah, I think it needs a proper villain at this point. Because right now it's just it's slowly turning into Law and Order in space. 
of there's there's nobody. I want to see Baby Yoda go. Yeah, it's just like there. It needs a villain that's going to be able of delivering proper pain, destruction, and suffering to the Mandalorian character. Yes. Um, and you know whether it be the Huts or Grievous or however it is, I know that they've been playing around with the timeline of that this is supposed to be post Jedi and 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 all of that. I think that. It's the world of wrestling as well. Everybody, no one's dead. Everybody's behind that curtain. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. Um, I do love that Amy Sedaris is now part of the Star Wars canon. I love that. It made my my nerd boy crush triple. Um, One quick question: How many Baby Yodas do you think will be in drag within the next couple, like six months? You know what? I just did a Star Wars themed show, and there's yes, you were not part of the Star Wars Baby Yoda. burlesque. I was. That was yeah. uh, put on by a friend of the show, uh, Bella Sin. Yeah. Yeah. I am so. I. I. I am calling it like, like within six months, there will be baby Yoda drag. I think maybe there wasn't enough material, right? Because yeah. I yeah. did it like two weeks ago, so maybe. But I mean, like baby Yoda is still bit, fresh. Yeah, probably. I am. I am waiting for like. I'm waiting for the baby Yoda. Like, I, I. You know what I'm waiting for is if I'm sure there are little people that are in drag. And you get like a little person mm-hmm. drag, and then like someone plays the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. A little person plays Baby Yoda. I'm waiting for that to happen, or just like the head. Like I, I, I I'm waiting for it to happen. It's I'm willing it into oh, the universe. There you go. You could do a head and a, and a like a baby bassinet kind of thing. And yes. Do it like old school Pee Wee uh, Playhouse stage show. <laughs> well, like they had that on SNL <laughs> last night. They had Baby Yoda, and like he has. He was like calling out Baby Groot. Like, Baby Groot, keep my name out of your mouth or I'll snap you like a twig. Oh my god. There was somebody at the show that did uh, an R2D2 burlesque number. And That's awesome. it was like they made the full thing and then like as a music build, they like like turn and then she like <laughs> stuck her foot out from the side and like stuck her other foot out and was like in a split and then someone came and like lifted it up and she was like, Ta-da. That's like, crazy. That's it was awesome. wild. It was so good. That yeah. is that's awesome. Alright, so TV show of the year. It, it was Monday Night Raw, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Monday Night Raw. Uh, TV show of the year for me, I think um, Mandalorian was great, and I, but I, I can't give it to it just because it's still ongoing. Um, I think that, in my opinion, uh, you know, Netflix added Dragula season two and three. People should be watching that, especially if you're a horror fan. Oh, yeah. That was really, really great. Someone from Dragula season yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, you were on the, uh, the, the Halloween With show. With Maxie Glamour. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Was, when they jumped off the speaker stack. It was not only so nice, but so, like, humble, and also followed me, like, before I even got to my car, like, on Instagram, mm-hmm. and, like, likes my photos and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's an amazing performance. And I'm just, yeah. But so, thanks. Hey, you're on so your way. Good. You're in a, It was so good. She knows you're already coming for her. That's why. That's, <laughs> keep does. your enemies close kind of thing. Um, At some point, you're going to become so famous that you're going to ask us to take this podcast down. Because <laughs> like, I, it, it doesn't reflect the brand that I am now. That's right. Oh, God, no. It definitely reflects <laughs> Guys, I don't know if fan letters start with cease and desist. I mean. <laughs> um, but I would say probably TV show of the year, I would give it to Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, I think there, there was a lot of people that came down on the finale and all that, but... Um, you know, just that last season was just riveting. I mean, it kept everybody glued. You knew exactly where everybody was going to be Sunday nights. Um, and, it, you know, it killed. It, it delivered on a lot of what the buildup was. I think there was uh, a rush to get to that end point. But, I mean, in terms of a ride, I mean, I, I, I can't be mad at it. It's, it's a roller coaster. 
What do you think about so the episode of like the Battle of Winterfell? Like, obviously it was an epic ending, but like the, the, the entire episode was very dark. It was shot mm-hmm. very dark. Like, people complained about it, and then mm-hmm. the editor came out and said, "Your TVs are in the wrong settings," mm-hmm. and that also spawned a backlash. As a filmmaker, what is your thought on that? I think that you know if you if you have to make the things for the audience the way they're meant to be consumed. If the people's t- televisions are off, like okay, cool, I can understand that. There's people that just plug in their TV and just watch it. They don't know to change brightness and change the settings and things like that. I think story-wise, for the Battle of Winterfell, the reason it was so harrowing and so scary is because you couldn't see things like that whole bit where they light all the swords on fire. And then you see the, the, them run out in the battle, and then you see all the swords go out. You're just like, oh shit, what is out there in that darkness? And I think that that's what made people so uneasy. Uh, they, their imagination was kind of getting away with it. What they could see, they, 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 were, they couldn't really make out. And I can understand that to a certain degree. Um, you know, you have to pick your battles in terms of what you show and what you don't show. Um, but I, I think, you know, people were expecting this epic battle. These guys are finally having their showdown, and then they didn't get to see it. They felt kind of robbed. They felt somewhat cheated. I can understand that as well. But in terms of the score, I think that was probably some of the best uh, music that they've composed for this for the show. Um, the sound effects were great. I mean, I've got a bass-boosted system on, on mine. So, I mean, like, hearing that was great. You hear the clangs of the blades and people screaming and dying and... Um, just listening to it was great and it kind of removes you to another sense of it all rather being marveled at through the you know dragons flying around and you know this other world of of fantasy that we've been living in it's just like well now you just get to hear it and it's all rushing at you screaming bloody murder it was that episode like I love I love the season people were always like the big controversy was that oh Danny changed her character no she didn't no, 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 no yeah. that, that, was, that was the character. That was that was the natural arc of that character. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think that, then I, you are had an idealized version of her, which I get it. But like, no, that's exactly who she was going to be. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say is the death of Cersei was very underwhelming. Like, I wanted more. Like, she deserved mm-hmm. better than a big fucking rock fall on her. Mm-hmm. Like, she deserved an epic death of. But, I mean, that's what, you know, same for, like, Joffrey. You know what I mean? Like, you got poison in front of everybody, but, I mean... But, like, he, like, he, he died in pain, which was... That character fucking needed to, like... Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know, like, that's the only thing that I was like, oh, I wanted, like, more. I wanted... But other than that, like, I wanted... I mean, I wanted Arya to, but, like, come... Yeah, but, I mean, her. it was symbolic. Like, the whole kingdom that she'd fought her entire life to keep together and for her family and for, ultimately, for herself... Uh, you know, crumbled down around her and just crashed on her head. Like, I, you know. Yeah, and that's a good point. I never thought about that. Like, yeah. Like that. I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan, Pineapple, or not. I have not seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, we'll terrible. fix that. <laughs> we'll, we'll fix that. Next thing you know, it's going to be all this, like, delayed drag role play coming out of your camp of just be like, hey, you guys remember Cersei? That is it. You probably you'd make a great more Cersei. More characters, the better. Yeah, I, actually, no. I think you would make a great Cersei. I, you know, the same thing that I did with Star Wars, because, like, I'm a new fan of Star Wars. So, like, when I did the Darth Vader number, mm-hmm. when Bella reached out to me, I was like, all right, I'm going to just let you know. I don't know a ton about Star Wars, but I can commit to you. I can take one character, I can research them, and I can give you a number for that. Mm-hmm. So I think if I, you know, wanted to do a 
Cersei mix, I could probably research the shit out of her. And then, what was your Darth Vader mix? So it started out with the Imperial March. Okay. It went into "Call Me Mother" by RuPaul. <laughs> Love but it. But every time Ru says "Call Me Mother," it cut out, and Darth Vader said "Father." Gotcha. I love it. Yeah, and then it went into um, a monologue of him talking to director. Starts with a K. Director Krem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when he like force chokes at the end. Yeah. So then I did that whole like monologue, um, and so he like it ends with like a force choke, and then he turns around and he says, "Be careful not to choke in your aspirations," and then it went right back into "Call Me Mother." Okay. So I was like, be careful not to choke in your aspirations. I'm that glamzon. And it, like, it was just, <laughs> it was just the most stupid thing. And it, it was exactly what I would, yeah. when you book pineapple, it's what you would expect to see. So I was in like, I t- had like, actually your mask. Yes. That's your right. like Vader mask. Um, and like a cape. Hey guys, and, I, I have a Darth Vader mask. I just, uh... <laughs> And so I like came out with the cape and the mask and like I put it down and I lip sync and like in the song. Well, to be fair, you also had the fishnets too. Well, that's then... the thing. So in the song, they say like body like wow, and I threw up in the cape and I had a bodysuit and fishnets and heels. So it was like the Vader cape with the mask, but like fishnets is that is fantastic, stupid and so on brand. I'm going to <laughs> Disney World um, in, end of uh, January, end of February. When I see Darth Vader, that's what I'm going to be thinking about. Like, There you go. Vader, you can be more sexy. I'm just saying. There was a performance, I was like trying to channel it, where someone did, uh, I think her drag name is Florida Man. Uh, she did Voldemort from Harry Potter. Like full, like not even drag, just like bald cap and like the makeup and everything, like in the gown and then opened it and had like the fishnets and she did Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande. Okay. And she's just like, and like she has like extended fingers and like the it was that, and she's like dancing in fishnets to Dangerous Woman. So I was like, I want to kind of do something like that. Okay. I like it. Just uh, awkwardly hug everybody after they're done too. <laughs> it was very, it was very cool. It was fun. All right. So what was your TV show of the year? Okay. So. I'm going to cop out and say that this season of Drag Race was very good. Okay. I would agree yeah. with that, Because yeah. um, I was in training when it was happening. Uh, and, like, a weird thing happened where I was training with someone else for the same position. So, like, we uh, would have, like, Drag Race watch parties, like, in my room. And it was just very good. I also, I didn't get to finish Umbrella Academy. Mm. Oh, but I started yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, And I thought it was really good. That's I good. just great I'm the type of person that like puts something down and never picks it back up. But like if I were going to like pick something back up from this year, I would go home and watch the rest of Umbrella. Academy. I can completely understand. There are so mm-hmm. many TV shows and video games that have started. Yeah. That I, I, I like Red Dead Redemption. Got it a year ago. I played it basically until the end of kind of the opening campaign. Haven't picked it up since. And you're like, I love this. You're Why great. have I not picked it up? And then, like, three months later, you're like, wait, I love that. Why have I not picked it back up? And, like, a year later, so like, I still I never picked it back up. I dollars for it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to play it a bunch over Christmas break. And, like, Cash, uh, your nephew, was like, yeah, we're gonna, I'm like, we'll play it. And, like, we'll, I, no, didn't, didn't pick it up. And so now, now, now I've got, like, 12 other games that I are ahead of it in the queue. I'm like, God. But same thing with, with Umbrella Cavity. Uh, Umbrella Cavity? Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. 
words are hard. I got like halfway through. Really good. I love the comic book. Yeah. It's 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 the, the show is so well done. Mm-hmm. Like Netflix, like they definitely like when they go all in on a show, you can tell. Mm-hmm. And that one, they really did a good job. Yeah. Really good. I'm I'm intrigued to see what they do with Lock and Key. Yeah. Because that's coming. So, um, man, I know that was bouncing around because that was supposed to be on Hulu, and then. That had like uh, Scott Derrickson and C. Robert Cargill attached, and then uh, that jumped over. But I mean, it's still Joe Hill. I mean, that guy kills. So, but no. So I like Drag Race. It's one of those shows. It lives on my, my DVR, and I watch it when I can. And it's just, yeah. This, the season was was a really strong season. I think that there haven't been a whole lot of seasons that haven't been at least good. Yeah, but there's been a few really good seasons. This one was really good. I thought. Agreed. Uh, Who are you rooting for? I was rooting for Evie Oddly the whole time. Okay. And then she won. So it's always fun, like when you're like when your favorite, like in those kind of shows, wins. Yeah. Like fucking vindicated. And she won. So the day that she won, we were at Colossal Con in Kalahari, and mm-hmm. we were like watching it. Um, and I was like in drag and everything, and just like the lip syncs that were happening at the end, and like, it was just it was wild. It was That's so awesome. good. It was a good season. It was a good season. Very, very cool. So, kind of wrapping up. So, this, like, you know, we like to kind of like look at, like, what was the center of the universe, be it movies, anything like that. So, I guess this year, if you had to kind of encapsulate what the center of your universe was in the year 2019, and kind of, you know, take a moment. I'll, I'll go first, I'll think, and then kind of think, think about it. So, I guess the center of my universe this year was my uh, journey into weight loss and to fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, I am 46 pounds down from where I was in May. Um, that's why I have my awesome protein shake, which I haven't had real food today. I've just had protein shakes. And I'm, Me either. I am going to eat after this. <laughs> oh, yes, the food sounds so good. Um, but no, I, I, I have really taken, you know, I'm 36 and we 37 next year. And I've really taken a, to heart that like I want to be around. You know, I'm not like, I keep like, oh, you know, I'm still young. I mean, like, 36 isn't old, but, like, it's not super young. Like, I'm on the, the backside sliding into 40, and I feel like if I don't have those healthy habits now, it's, every year it gets harder. And I've been been doing this, so I really focused on my health. I really focused on enjoying working out and being healthy. I have an end goal that I, when I first started, I was like, fuck, like, I'm the heaviest I've ever been. I'm the most unhealthy I've ever been. And I look at pictures, like, are we just stuffed our Christmas cards. There's a picture of me from, I want to say, like, May, early May. Like, I really wish I had to pick, I had to prove that picture for the Christmas card because it was at my heaviest. Mm -hmm. And I I hate the way I look. But then there's a picture right up top that is from me from October, and I love the way I look. Mm -hmm. And I know that eventually I will get to the point where, like, I can look at the pictures from me right now, and I'm like, oh, man, I was even bigger then. So... So here you, you keep the heaviest picture, and then you hand deliver all of these Christmas cards, yes. <laughs> and everybody gets to have their own real life before and after moment. I mean, I, I think only if I like, like, I, like each person, like at time, I rip off my shirt and there I'm you like, go, look at yeah. me, which is gonna be weird. <laughs> then you challenge them to like oil wrestle yeah, or course. something. I mean, like, like, okay, I, I challenge this is the them. season, brother. And if, I, if I win. Like if you go in their house and take one of the presents off it from under the tree. <laughs> I don't know who it's for. I don't know what it is. I just God, take it. This sounds like the plot for like 
Turbo Man getting hijacked kind of thing. Jingle All the Way Part 2. Here we come. Oh, God. Hot, hot take? Turbo hot Man. Take? Garbage movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a feel good. Like no one's like, I want to well, watch like, Jingle like, All the Way. Like, to me, like, like if you have emotional, like sentimental t- ties to it, God bless you. I like a lot of crap things that that, that are, mm-hmm. but like objectively, not a good movie. No, not a good, no. not a good movie. But no. again, like if, if it's part of your childhood, then go with God, my son, because like Sinbad just mm. was bad. But Phil Hartman <laughs> was 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 pretty god. Goddamn good at it. Like, oh, like, your cookies! Phil Hartman was good at everything. So, but yeah. So, my fitness and my and my health that was the center of my universe in 2019, the year of our Lord. Uh-huh. The year of our Lord. <laughs> Thor being the year of our Lord. There you go. Because I mean, really, like I've seen Thor do a lot more cool things than Jesus. Walk on water, <laughs> defeat frost giants, way better. <laughs> I can co-sign that. I also, can co-sign that. I just, Thor got fat and was still awesome and was a dude for a while. Like, I've never felt I never felt so close to Jesus. I really felt close to Thor. I'm like, same, buddy. Same. There you go. I can take it. Uh, well, I guess if I may, yeah. uh, I uh, my I guess my center of the universe this year was probably travel. I got to travel the most this year than I ever have in my adult life. Got to go to Germany and Kansas City and Indianapolis and and, and uh, Chicago and Rochester and meet so many cool people and share uh, my art, my, my my films that I've made with my friends and uh, showcase that and give it a spotlight that it deserves. And I'm really thankful for all the people that were able to make that happen. Uh, and I hope I served them well by by showcasing that and serving that and. Um, I think that was the biggest thing was just seeing the world around me and how you can plug into it and change it. And I think that's largely what I brought back into my community myself of, you know, working with Black Mass and everything like that. Like, I really want my environment to be a product of me and not the other way around. I want to build a community where people can come together and be artistic and be weird and feel safe in doing both. Um, yeah, it's Life's far more interesting when it is. Awesome, and like you know, I'm super proud of you. Like I, I have not seen December, but obviously seeing Powerbomb and all the you know, things you've done, and getting to work with you twice this year. Yeah, that's right. We um, did the music video but, together. Yeah, we saw the music video like this year. Pineapple is actually supposed to be part of the music video, I but was. you were booked on another gig. You're just booked all the time. Was I? Yeah. Oh, I. Well, that just means like well. Oh. Fun. But this means we'll have to find another project to involve right now. There you go. You know what? I acted back home, so can bust so here's that the thing. out again. Uh, you can hire a pineapple, birthdays, office <laughs> office parties, bot mitzvahs. I really love bot mitzvahs. Break up with your significant other? I am an ordained minister, so I can marry you. Really? I am. No shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what about a marriage at a bot mitzvah? There you go. You know... I can do that. I'll do it all. My booking fee. It. No. <laughs> you should. I would. Absolutely. I would. I would. Awesome. All right. So, what was the center of your universe this year? Um. Well, it has to be like moving to Cleveland and starting to perform. Uh, Cause like back home, like I said, I only did like do a look and post it and then like take it off, or like I did the stuff at the conventions. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, your looks are great. Like your Instagram, the the one video of you and Lana Del Rey. 
Oh, uh, the Lolita. Lolita. Like, I must have watched that, like, at easily 150 <laughs> times. Uh, yeah, but, like, doing that stuff, you know, it's fulfilling. But then I did the convention this year, and I was like, I want to actually, like, do this. So I never performed live until June of this year. Wow. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. I did. That's incredible. I did Pride back home, um, and then Pressure Fest up here yeah. was my first performance in Cleveland. Pressure then, Fest was? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then Black Mass, I think, was like my third performance or fourth performance or something. Wow. Um, How did you even get roped in with Black Mass? So Because I, I feel like you literally just kind of like fell out of the sky, and then all of a sudden you're just... I had a very smart idea that I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. where I was, like, starting to follow people, um, and I followed Aurora Thunder. And I was like, let me go on her Instagram and see where she performs, go to those pages and, like, message those people. And then it just so happened that she had followed me back and was like, we were messaging. Um, so then when, I don't know, I think she had, like, talked to Black Mass. So then when I messaged Black Mass... Just like, hey, do you guys have any shows? Whatever. And they were like, do you want to be in September? And I was like, okay. And then they were like, oh, it's Stephen King themed. And I was like, literally already working on a carry number mm. right now. So that's, I mean, just, but that's what's yeah. smart though. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's taking the initiative and like, like, you know, really like working your hustle of like, okay, if I want to do this, I'm going to follow people and figure out what they're doing. Like, that, that, that's super smart. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then like, you know, some of the people were like, oh, like, yeah, uh, we have these shows or, like, you know, even if they didn't have shows, I, like, would send them clips of me performing and pictures and, like, I'd follow them on Instagram so they could see. And so I'm, like, now I'm, like, at least in their head. Even if they don't book me, at least now they know who I am versus, Mm -hmm. like, if I didn't reach out, they would literally have no idea I existed. Well, I mean, as opposed to, like, you know, looking at, like, oh, I wish I could do that, you actually, you Mm -hmm. figure out a way to do it. Like, you were proactive as opposed to just kind of pining, like, oh, I wish... Could possibly no, like don't wish pining. Ah. <laughs> we love a good pun. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah, uh, jokes. That's why they call it the pursuit of happiness. You know, yeah. you gotta yeah. chase it down. Like there's so many people that like I think they get trapped in that. Like they they go on social media. I'm like, oh god, I wish I could do it. I wish I could do what they, yeah. they do, and they don't do it. And I I'm guilty of that too. Like I'm, I was guilty of that with when it came to my weight loss. Like I, I follow all these people. Like oh man, they like our friend Wes. Like mm-hmm. he lost hundred pounds. I wish I could do that. And then one day, it's like, why, why fucking can't I do that? Like, I can do, I can do that. And you're the same one. Like, I want right. to do this. I'm going to seek out people. The worst that could happen is it's a no. But right. at least you know you tried. And, and I really, was, you, you succeeded. I was fully prepared for, like, I mean, I talk about, like, I tell these people all the time. Like, I was fully prepared to, like, I have to, like, go out and drag to some shows and, like, hope people like my looks or, like, mm-hmm. you know, I have to, like, message people or, like, get into the family first and then. Like, I was prepared to do all that. I was just like, let me get, you know, my name in, like, people's ears a little bit. And then for them to immediately, like, they booked me for Black Mass, like, the first message. And then Mike called me, like, sent me his number and was like, call me right now, like, a week later. And was like, do you want to do Pressure Fest, which was, like, before Black Mass? So I was like, okay. And then, you know, I started getting, like, a booking a month, whatever. And then just added up. And so, like, this month, I think I... I've already done, I think, like, three or four shows, and I have two more left, and I already have two for January, and, like, other things in the talks. I have one for March, like, uh, last night I met Monica Lexin. 
Oh, excellent. Okay. But like I've no, I've seen perform, and she called me by name, and I was like, literally didn't know that you knew who I was. And she was like, not only do I know who you are, but I have a show for you in February. And I was like, okay. That's, that's fantastic. Cool. That's, that's so, so fucking awesome. cool. It's like literally wow. didn't know that you even knew I existed on this on this flat earth. But <laughs> you are the example of putting yourself out there. It can pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes you do, and you fall flat on your face. But if you don't then you'll never know what right. the result's going to be. And, like, my brain, I was like, if I message these people and they say, like, if they give me the runaround or if they say no or whatever, I'm in the same boat. But if I message them and they say yes and they give me a platform or whatever, then I'm in a better boat. So I was like, well, literally, what can I, <clears throat> like, what can I lose? Yeah, you have nothing to lose at yeah. that point. That, that's, that's awesome. And then, like, going to the shows, I, like, had followed everybody. So, like, my first show was, like, my first black mass I went to was like a powerhouse. Like Peach was there. Mm-hmm. Peach was hosting. Anadonia performed. Aurora was uh, there. She wasn't performing, but I had known her then. Dusty Bucket was in it. So it was like all these like big names. And I was like... Was this the show Dusty uh, Cut Her Hair? No, it was one after. Oh, uh, okay. This was at Iggy's. This was like oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. Um, so, and everybody who went on stage, I was like, oh my God, that's Peach Fuzz. Like, oh my God, that's Dusty Bucket. And now I'm like texting them and like like going to like Peach's Christmas party or like her New Year's party or something and like That's it's awesome. just wild that, yeah. that is really yeah. I mean really put yourself out there because you, you never know what's going to happen you really never know so then I, I have two questions okay. for, for Pineapple one uh, when are you going to do a family show a, a Pineapple family show I'm trying so I already told them that if I ever get a show, like if I ever get a place that will let me have my show, I'm bringing mm-hmm. them up. Okay. Yeah. Because I have three, three babies. Yeah. Peaches, Kiwi, and Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Right? It's mm-hmm. great. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Um, and they're all on Instagram. I follow, mm-hmm. I follow them. We all, all have the same like, handle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like pineapple drag, peaches drag, kiwi drag, and then pumpkin spike mm-hmm. is pumpkin's. Pumpkin spike, yes. I love it because they wanted Spike as a name, but I was like, you don't have to take. So we're the house of honeydew. So I was like, you don't have to be like a fruit or the vegetable. House of honeydew. I yeah. Love it. So I'm like, you don't have to, but like if you want to, and I threw out pumpkin, and then they figured pumpkin spike like, would there be. You go. So they're pumpkin spike honeydew. Um, yeah. Does pumpkin spike only appear in September and then go away? And... <laughs> seasonal. Yeah. Seasonal. Seasonal. No, it would be a great justice to, or a great injustice to humanity if Pumpkin Spike only appeared one month of the year. All right, so now my second question. Okay. When is the next episode of Sweet Talk? Okay, so I have have a good answer for this. So Sweet Talk, for people that don't know, Mm -hmm. is a podcast uh, that you can hear uh, through local drive-thrus and walkie-talkies. I don't know if we're... (laughs) It's on Spotify. It okay. is also on Apple Apple Podcasts and everything. Um, so Sweet Talk may or may not be deceased. No! However, Peaches and I are starting a new podcast so that we can actually do something together. Peaches I kinda, and Pineapple? I kind of got bored doing it on my own. Okay, that's fair. So I was like, you know, if I have somebody like this... That works. sounds very familiar. Yeah. yeah. That is how this um, podcast came about. <laughs> so our new podcast will be coming up soon. We're going to like record a few episodes and then okay. release them. Um, <laughs> we should try that sometime. Uh, the name is Two Queens, One Brain Cell. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> 
And like literally the pro, like the photo is literally just like her head and my head, and it's like similar looks, but like hers is really like pink and blonde, and mine's like black and green, and like so it's yeah. But it's two queens, one brain cell, so that'll be coming up soon. That's excellent. Yeah, you heard it here first, <laughs> exclusive. This is literally the first time I've said anything to anyone but Peaches about it, so this is actually exclusive. That is breaking news. You're so <laughs> yeah, your source. For podcast <laughs> involving drag queens in the greater Cleveland area, right here, right here. we are a niche market. But no, that's awesome. And we'll definitely be promoting the hell out of that on our social media. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Any that's idea like good. when like, we can um, uh, Probably sometime very soon. We're just, we're both busy. And like she lives still in Youngstown. I live here. So like through Anchor, we can like record whatever. But because of that, I want it to be like, I want to record a few episodes and then That's put hard. them up. Mm-hmm. So if there's ever a chance where we're like, oh, we like, you know, can't work something out, then I'm like, oh, we have this episode from wherever we can post it. But it should What's be coming it? up very soon. That's awesome. Well, definitely. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is very cool. Mm-hmm. That'll be a, a must listen. Oh, there you go. Something to get you through your seasonal depression. And... Mm-hmm. Oh, seasonal depression, my old friend. <laughs> Hello, yeah. darkness, my old friend. The after Christmas blues. <laughs> Cleveland in wintertime when you want daylight to last 45 minutes. Oh. Wild. That's why I'm so happy the end of February. I'm going down to Orlando for a couple days. Oh, you son of a bitch. I've got to build a lightsaber. It's going to be great. Are you building the lightsaber? Are you doing the whole thing? Yes, I am. You double son of a bitch. I'm going to have in my house, in my bedroom, with my wife, and my. we're both in our 30s, my wrestling belt she got me for a, a... I almost said graduation, wedding present, and my lightsaber. It's going to be great. It's going to be so awesome. I He's married, folks. I was off the market, and we're tempted to also, you can also build your own droid. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like a, like a BB-8 a kind BB-8 of thing? or like a little R2. Okay. I think I think it'd be great to chase our cats around. Like so, a Roomba? <laughs> I have one of those. They were scared for the first day. Now they fuck with it. I, was gonna, I like the where the animals get on top of the Roomba and just ride it around. Like I would do the same thing, do the exact same thing. All right. So if people want to follow you on social media mm-hmm. and fall in love with you and become and with who you, doesn't? Everybody that meets you falls <laughs> in love. Start a stan account. How can they do so? Uh, please. If I have ugly photos. Please make a stan account because I think it's so funny. Um, I am on Instagram at pineapple underscore drag. Um, and I don't have a Facebook for Pineapple yet, uh, so it should just, I would say, just be the Instagram. And then the two queens, one brain cell. And if people want to book you? If people want to book me, I normally do it. Uh, you can message me on Instagram. Uh, I think Pineapple has a email, but I don't even remember what it is. So it's more. it would be better, like, through... Start, uh, start Instagram and, and yeah, go through, from there. Yeah, through Instagram, that would probably be... The best bet. Very, very you cool. will be at Black Mass mm-hmm. December 28th. December 28th. Next, like, two Saturdays from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11.30 it starts. Mm-hmm. It is put on, like, the sponsors are Sickening Pictures and this very podcast. Yep. Uh, so be there or be a loser. Yeah. A horrible, horrible loser. Yeah. True. I have Black Mass in December. Um, and so far in January I'm doing... 
the gag at the Winchester, which is Kimmy Katarja's show. Mm-hmm. Super excited um, for that. And I'm also doing Glamgore at the Grog Trop, which is Anadonia Delight's show. That's a lot of fun. I, went to, I went to the last one, and that was a hoot and a half. It was Red they, Corvette and You um, Mad Bro mm-hmm. and Samantha Echo and um, Hazel Lush. That was the first time I got to see Hazel him. Lush is stunning. Also, right. um, the uh, Winchester, amazing garlic fries. So Everyone's talking about this food, and I am going to go empty. Because I want to fill up on these garlic fries and the chicken and all that. The garlic fries are so good. And then perform because that would be. Hi guys, you just know all what? the all just say all the H words. Just there want there might not be any splits at this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I'm like unbuttoning it. everything. <laughs> oh. I'm doing drag in my sweatpants, which how I would do drag. I'm like I'm doing it in the most comfy clothes. It's conceptual. <laughs> <laughs> it's an art. It's a performance art piece. <laughs> Just me with a basket of fries. Just yeah. <laughs> All right. Mr. Zach, if you want to follow you on the socials. Oh, my God. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Zach for Zombies, Z-A-C-H-F-O-R-Z-O-M-B-I-E-S. What about you, Ben? Where can the kids? Um, well, they can follow me at Center Club on Twitter. On Twitter? On Twitter. On Twitter. I can't talk on today. Twitter. Also, Twitter. okay, so it's Center Club with an S. We got feedback that someone thought we had misspelled the name of our podcast incorrectly because it was central <laughs> right. with a C. If you look on, it was on the website. If you look, the fifth word is center. The word before that is Ben, my name, Ben center. And how do you not see the correlation? It's just like, it's a pun. It's a, uh, I was like, I, I got that email from uh, the wonderful people at Jabroni U, our amazing... Jabronis! Love them. They're love amazing they're podcast great. network. Um, love them to death. But yeah, I got, the, I got the email like, I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know if it's a joke or not. They even linked to dictionary.com. Like, we needed help spelling the word center. And like, I didn't reply, but I really wanted to reply, Hi, if you read the email this came from, it's center.ben. If you see the name on it, it's Ben Center. Figure the fuck out. Um, so it's Center Club. Um, cent- uh, per my last email. Oh my Actually, God. isn't that the worst? I hate that. Ugh. People that abuse the reply all work emails. That's there should be a special place in hell. Someone for that. did that at my job. Ugh. The CEO of the entire it's a Fortune 500 company sent out a, a company wide email and somebody replied all. And like like the second I saw it and. The, I hate that. What I hate ten times more are the people that then reply all to that reply all saying don't reply all. Yeah. yeah. Send them one email saying, hey, bro, you just sent an email to 50 fucking thousand people. Calm yeah. it down. And it was like, ugh. It was just like, it was like ten These emails. These are some real first world problems, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, oh no. I, I'm, <laughs> There's people out there. Listening to this on a tin cans, just like no drinking water. It's like, fuck this bad guy. I don't care how he smells. Yeah, they're my family back in Niles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pineapple sure don't come a long way. <laughs> Yeehaw! Talking oh on the Twitter box. Um, so yes. Um, <laughs> Twitter box. I'm at Center Center Club at Twitter. This podcast has social media at Center of the U on, uh, t- on Twitter, uh, Center of the Universe on Instagram. Follow us, Jabroni U. Please, please follow them. I love this, this, this these people. They're awesome, fantastic. Also, I have another podcast because I'm an insane person. Ben watches wrestling. Uh, I'll be talking about 
uh, Lucha Uncensored on the next episode, which will be coming out later on today. Uh, be recorded later on today. Um, I'm taking this podcast. will probably take a little hiatus over the holiday break. We'll be back in the new year. Uh, mm-hmm. Big things coming. Um, guests from all over the world. We'll be yeah, we're, soon. We're, so anybody that's listening, if you want to be a guest, reach out to us. Did we ever get a winner for the vinegar syndrome? Uh, not not a soul. Not a soul. All right. Well. Yeah, you see, I mean, my, my mom didn't know what vinegar syndrome was. And so we she didn't reply? Did, no. We, we, didn't, we, we didn't get one of the two listeners to... Okay. Well, we'll roll it over. If yeah. you listen this far into the podcast and you... What, what should we make them do? They should send their best... Their best idea for Baby Yoda drag. Yes. Send your best idea for Baby Yoda drag and I will send you two... One, two Vinegar Syndrome movies. And at this point, if you send us any kind of feedback, I will send you something. Yeah. Prove that there are people out there listening to this. I've seen the metrics. People are actually listening to this. We're getting decent numbers. Talk to us. Uh-huh. We're talking to you. Talk back to us. Um, but yes, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Zach, thank you for another year. Yeah, Ben, thank this you. This is our, our first, full, first full year together. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a, a lovely a lovely time. I think Wild little ride. It's going to be great. We're going to you know, grow even more in, in the coming year. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, be awkward and then have some kind of weird split then that would not be when you're ready to get married let me know there you go <laughs> we've got it ordained that's, 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 that's the podcast <laughs> you learn something new every day I love it uh, that is people if, if, if you do not or, uh, we'll do it at black mass so whether or not I'm you ready. show Holy up to shit. one I yes. want to get married at black mass so we are bad. sponsoring that show 100% <laughs> I will bring the pizza for your reception. I, uh, I will cater your reception with the finest Little Caesars pizza. I will do a mix as uh, Barbara from Beetlejuice in the wedding dress. There you I go. I will raise from the dead. <laughs> People, I know... Like, we can make this happen. This will happen. 2020, let's make this happen. All right. So, uh, Pineapple, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. And, you know, if you ever need uh, two schlubs to be on your awesome podcast... <laughs> May Definitely. I present Schlub 1 and Schlub 2. Schlub. Boner the Nuge! Schlubbing it up on your drive time. Oh, Woo! All right. Uh, so for for Ben, this is Ben. And for Pineapple, this is Zach. <laughs> and for the world, this is Pineapple. <laughs> Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.